Hey there, this is Therese Skelly, and I am so excited that you are going to be listening to an episode of the Fiercely Brilliant Podcast. Do you like those two words? Fiercely Brilliant. My hypothesis is that you are here for a reason. We all are. Our souls have led us on journeys that have very often taken some twists and turns, and sometimes it's not pretty. Sometimes there's struggle, and there's loss, and there's challenge, and in the middle of that, there's always the way out. And it's those times that often lead us into our great life and work. So you're going to hear stories in these episodes of myself and other beautiful people that share the journey. They share how they got to the place where they're standing, working in their brilliance and being the powerful leaders that they are. So stay tuned and enjoy this episode. Hey, this is Teresa in another episode of the Fiercely Brilliant Podcast. You know, I love these shows because I'm either bringing on really cool speakers who share their journey stories, or I stop in and I share my wisdom. And today, the topic is reinvention versus evolution. Oh my God, does that sound like crazy cosmic quantum stuff? It's not. Because a lot of us, you know, we've lived through a pretty crazy last couple of years. And a lot of us are in the space of, I don't want to keep doing what I'm doing, or things don't seem to be as enjoyable as they used to do feel, or like, I don't know that this is my purpose. I don't really feel like I'm on path as much these days. And so there's a lot of talk in the business world. You know, I, as I say, masquerade as a business coach, I really, I really want to, you know, transform your whole life. But usually people come to me with their business as the vehicle that we do all that transformation. And so I think there are times in business where you're saying, I'm going to reinvent myself. And what I mean by that, it's like a cognitive process. That means, okay, what is my messaging? Who do I want to be known as? What visuals accompany that? Like, what's my tagline? What are the colors of my website? What are my offerings, right? So just as if you're going to like remodel a house, you would need a vision. You would say, okay, we want to blow out this room. We want to change the landscape. Like you need a vision and then you create the steps for how to handle that, right? But sometimes maybe that doesn't happen in the way that you think it happens, right? So we feel like reinvention is a choice. And it's, it's not formulaic, but there are sort of steps to figure out, like it's like you're here and you want to go here. So you're, I'm in Phoenix and I want to drive to San Diego. I get the map out. There's a path and a plan. And isn't it lovely and yummy when we can say, yes, I'll have that, please. But unfortunately, I know for a lot of us, we are in the evolution process. The evolution is like, Sometimes things happen to you. Sometimes, actually, they really are always happening for you. But sometimes it's like things just change or they don't work as much or the feeling is different or the results are different or you're just no longer vibing it or you have changed and you said, oh, good hell, if I have to do this one more day. Because what happens is on the inside, I feel like if you know you're evolving, wait, let me, let me start over. 
Reinvention is of the mind. Evolution is of the spirit or the soul. So I think sometimes, you know, you can be using the tools of reinvention. You can, as business owners, we all want to, you know, make strategies. We want to say, what am I doing in quarter one? What's my revenue goals? How many people do I need to be serving to get to the numbers I want? And other times, it's like, wow, nothing's working. Or I got thrown on my back for the last few months, and I can't work the way I used to work. Or my heart is not in it. I don't want to be doing that work anymore. And that's where it gets messy, right? And a lot of teachers out there are brilliant at the reinvention pieces of it. I'm brilliant at the evolution pieces of it. Because guess what? You actually blend the two of them. But unfortunately, most people start with the cognitive piece. Figure out what you want to do and do it. Make a plan. Follow it. I'm in the, yeah, so maybe it's not working for you. Maybe your soul is wanting something different. Maybe your life has kicked you in the head. Yeah, that's my piece, right? Where, where I'm able to take all those disparate, seemingly disparate pieces of somebody's life, find the clues and say, isn't that interesting? You must have said the prayer that you're ready for more. Or you must have said the prayer that you're here to serve at the highest level. And so, yeah. Did you say the prayer? Have you decided unequivocally that you are all in and you are willing to do and be whatever you have to do and be to live the purpose you're here for? (sighs) Welcome. (laughs) Welcome to the sometimes messy, uh, crazy journey of evolution. Okay, so let's talk about this. I, I gave you some like, did you say the prayer? Because, you know, it's like if you want to be at a certain level, anything that is not necessary for that level, not in alignment with that level, um, flames out for you, basically. You know, you've heard it said, the thing that got you to where you are is not the thing that's going to take you to where you need to be or want to be. So I want you to start noticing the signs. Just notice the signs. Because a lot of us, you know, I was taught when I first got into the business world that you create a program and You run it over and over and over and over. And by the third time, it's really profitable because it's paid for all the development and the team and all that stuff. And so we're taught to systematize and scale and just create one program, create certain products, boom, 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 boom. What I would notice is I would do something and then it would be like, okay, I'm done. (laughs) Because I evolved so quickly. It's like, yeah, that was fun. Okay, what's next? What's next? It's a pain in the ass as a business owner in some ways. But I always just follow my guidance. And so it works out. But I want you to notice the signs of discontent. Okay. Ding, ding, ding. Notice discontent. Notice if there's something that you're saying, God, that's really selling, or I'm kind of known for that. But (sighs) notice the signs of delight. Right. So I've shared this before, but I had this experience. I used to be known um, as, a, as, a, as a pretty powerful teacher of sales. I love teaching selling, particularly to women. I'm really freaking good. I have this greatest formula for teaching sales. Oh my God. I, and I, like, it is like my favorite child ever, right? I freaking love this. So here it was, I was doing a launch of my selling program and I was doing a retreat at the same time, right? So the retreat was live three days in Sedona. 
so fucking yummy. Oh my God. Right. And so here I am, the sales program that I had run for years and gotten fabulous results. And so that's launched. And I'm at a weekend in Sedona doing this work that I was just, I was like, oh, I was on fire. Like the, the trans, transformation, the intimacy, the like, oh, this is, this is my genius. Right. And like people were having crazy breakthroughs. So I'm having this epitome of the highest high for me business-wise. And then I look at the numbers of my launch of my sales program and it kind of sucks to be real. And I immediately fell. I just, I, I mean, literally I'm driving home from Sedona and instead of being in the high of what I was able to accomplish with these women that showed up and were so brave, I'm like, God damn it. Oh, this thing failed. This launch, I was totally in the fail. It didn't fail, but it didn't get the results that I it always had and I desired. And so I'm sort of railing at the universe going, this, what, what is this? Why is it not working? And the voice that I heard said, because it's not supposed to work. I had to spin around. I'm like, wait, what? And I got the message like, you're not to teach that anymore. And it was really hard because I loved it. I told you, I loved it. It's so good. People benefit. And I got the guidance, like, look at what you experienced in Sedona. That's your work. So I didn't even have disgust or, or discontent with my selling program, but I had delight with the depth of the work I was doing in Sedona. You see, see, so that was an example of like, okay, those are pretty clear signs. And I want you also to know sometimes life will, I, you know, I just interviewed a woman for this podcast, Charlene Norman, who, whew, she went from being, you know, a consultant that raised billions of dollars. Like she was, you know, very powerful. And she ended up getting a, a viral infection basically stroked, had seizures, was unconscious, had to learn to walk and talk and the whole thing. So she went from the top of her game that, you know, hitting the goals that most of us can only dream of and boom, she, she, could, she couldn't speak or walk. And so sometimes life throws us situations that we don't want and we did not ask for on a conscious level. Now, perhaps on a soul level, we said yes, of course we said yes, because we're experiencing it. But that means we can't work in the way we used to work. Either we don't have the physical energy, or our priorities have changed, or we're finally saying yes to the thing we really want to do. So it's either I'm choosing, or holy shit, life is taking. <laughs> and so, so sometimes you know you're in an evolution where you're, we're either I don't feel like this, or wow, I literally can't work. And the next piece is to not judge that, right? So I, I recently had hand surgery uh, from, <laughs> from a crazy dog walking accident. And I just kind of decided I'm going to give myself to the end of the year and not mark it. So that meant four months, four months of not being attached to trying to make money. I have money coming in. I'm obviously seeing clients. But I have to tell you, the part of me that loves marketing and loves being out and like talking and teaching and sharing, um, oh, I was judging like a big dog. I, I was just like, 
really? You just watch Netflix all day, you lazy ass? Like, really? I mean, I was, it was, it was, I would give myself the permission and yet I was judging it. Right. And I knew because I know I've been on this journey and I've experienced so much in my, the last few years anyway. Like, oh, okay. This is uh, another one of those universal hit me over the head by two by four. And in this case, a 60 pound cattle dog. Um, oh, there's something here for me. There's something here. Something is coming. There's some, I don't know what it is. There's something coming. And I need to sit and I need to be. And what happens is, so the first one is notice the signs. The second one is you don't freaking judge it. You don't compare because not everybody is in the same season. And that's what we do, right? I'll look at some of this year. I'd be looking at my friends or I'm talking to my master, my partners who are doing all these launches. And I'm like, well, I cleaned the pool. <laughs> yeah, Murphy and I went on a walk. I, you know, it's just, and it's, ah, it's very crazy if you have an identity of a high achiever. To, to not judge when you're in the in-between, you know, when you're in that yummy kind of liminal space where it's not yet birthed, it's not quite there. You got to not judge. So that entails a lot of trust, right? Like literally you have to, it's for me. Otherwise it'd just be a, just a really unhappy, cranky victim. And I refuse to go the world through the world that way. So you don't judge and then you be open. You be open to what's next. So for me, what happened is I suddenly got clarity on who I'm supposed to work for, or work with, right? Who is the best group that I serve? I got clarity on what do I need to stop doing? What offerings need to stop being, being out there? What are my prices? Like, what's the sweet spot for me? What matters the most, right? And so it was only in the stopping that I was like, holy shit finally stuff is coming, right? In that stopping time, I literally was face to face with some crazy identity stuff. You might've heard me talk about this. When I gave up striving to make money, when I gave up marketing, when I just said, I'm just going to trust that whatever I am guided to do, because something in me is evolving, like the next iteration, the best iteration of me is evolving. Shut the fuck up and sit down, Therese. <laughs> Like this is holy work. But unfortunately, we think that holy work is the doing. Holy work is the, well, I have to get new contacts and I got to be on the phone and I got to be making Facebook lives and that. No, no. The holy work, not that that isn't holy. The sacred work is when you're in that dark, when you're in that scary, quiet inquiry, when you're connecting with the divine or your higher self. The holy work is when you face all the freaking demons that are screaming in your head going, what, 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 what? No, ah, ah. And you go, shh, go lay down. I'm waiting for the holy message. I'm waiting for whatever is evolving in me. Ooh, can you feel that? That's the work. And when you get it, you then trust it. Now, this is kind of a, maybe a big ask, right? I'm exquisitely tuned to follow my intuition, no matter what it says, no matter what, no matter what. I'll give you an example. I have been waiting, holy shit, for a year to go on a week-long retreat with Joe Spence. Every time I go to sign up, phew, sold out. 
And so there was one that came up and I think in October, I heard, I heard like, okay, he's coming to December. I'm sorry, he's coming in December to Florida at the beach. Holy hell. I'm like Joe Dispenza for a week at the beach. Can we just say heaven? I was so, I have the money. I'm like, oh, this, are you freaking kidding me? And I go to the website and my intuition's going, nope. And I'm like, wait, it's Joe Dispenza. My intuition's like, nope. So I pick up my pendulum. <laughs> I try again. I'm like, God damn it. It's Joe Dispenza. And did you hear me? It's at the beach. And my intuition is like, no. I was pissed. So I wait two weeks when the cart finally opened. And it's like, no, there's something else. Now, I don't know what, seriously, in my mind, I'm like, that has been bucket list. Joe Dispenza, a week on the beach. And I surrendered because I was guided. I always trust, irregardless of if I want that answer or not. So how do you do that? Like, I really, like your life will be easier if you unequivocally trust the guidance you get for yourself. And that's a whole other conversation. Maybe I'll make a podcast on that one. I think I'll do that. <laughs> but how do you trust what's emerging? One way is if you know, well, A, if you know how to access it, right? Another way is if you believe that everything is in your highest and best, even if it doesn't fit with your plans to see Joe Dispenza on the beach, or if it doesn't fit with like, holy shit, I could do that, really? You trust. Okay, so we have the noticing the signs, follow discontent and the delight. You don't judge. You'll be open to what is emerging, what wants to evolve. And then you trust what you get. Now, the next piece, okay, so you get some stuff, right? So I'm getting, okay, okay, oh my gosh, I'm supposed to work with alpha women? What? Okay, cool, right? I got my thing. You check for alignment. So what if you get something or you think you, or, or somebody, you're talking to somebody and they give you an idea and you're like, Oh, that is the best strategy. Holy shit. Yes, yes, yes. Because we, you know, we, it's easy to say yes. You know, if you, if you understand, I just understand enough of human design to know like two things, right? We are designed differently. So I know for me, if I'm with somebody and they give me a strategy or some ideas, I'm like, oh my God, yes, because I'm being influenced in the minute by their energy. And then the next day I'll be like, yeah, no, that's not for me. Some people, get the information and they need to take 24 hours before they know. So you need to know who you are, like know how you make your decision. And there's no wrong way. That's the thing. Like, what is your way? I know, but I have to be really careful in mastermind or coaching um, experiments because I can say yes to things that are, that could be impulsive, right? I just have to really sit with it to say, okay, that you notice if it's aligned like that, there's really like, okay, is this, what I want. Is it aligned with, let's just say you want to have a bigger business and then the strategy doesn't match that, right? Or you only want to work three days a week, but then you're being told, no, you got to do this, 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 right? Like, so you have to make sure like, is what I'm getting or the advice now that I'm opening up for, is it aligned with the rest of my life, right? And then the next piece is, is it embodied? Okay. And the, so the alignment, I think, is kind of the overarching, this is what I want. This is what I'm willing to do. These are my values. These are, this is the lifestyle I want, the hours, the time, the money, all the stuff, right? The embodiment piece is who you are. 
So the embodiment piece is okay. So on this evolutionary process, so this stuff's coming through, here's, here's like the directive, like, hello, this is yours. The embodiment piece says, who do you have to be? And who do you stop being? I think that's just as important. Everybody talks about who you got to be. Well, who do you stop being? And maybe you stop being a person that puts others first. Maybe as an alpha woman, you stop, you stop doing, you stop overdoing, you stop being alone, you stop saying, no, I'm fine. I don't need any help. I got this, right? So that's a really nice, like, in order to get to that next level, just make this list. What do I need to stop doing? Or who do I need to stop being? And usually words like caretaker, codependent, overgiver, <laughs> somebody who's proving, um, yeah, those need to be stopped. And who do you need to embody? And generally, it's a woman or a man, but I spoke, this is usually for women, this information is of extreme value that shows up without apology, that shows up being so connected to your purpose that A, you're willing to walk through fire and you don't apologize. So if you get the, the well, I'm supposed to charge that, okay. Because I freaking earned it. I've lived through this. All the experiences that I've had, holy shit. Can I tell you the Picasso story? I'll probably chop it up because I can't speak French. But so Picasso is at an outdoor cafe and a woman walks up to him and says, Ah, oh, Picasso, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, can you can you can you paint me? Can you can you could you sketch me really fast? And so Picasso, I gotta get some paper here. Picasso being Picasso literally takes takes a pen. I don't know if you could see me on video and does like that, right? So it's just literally a few strokes. And he says, that's $10,000, ma'am. And she looks at him and says, that just took you two minutes. To which he responds, no, ma'am. That took me my whole life. Ooh, feel the goosebumps on that one. See, all the things that you don't understand about yourself, the things that you have overcome, the things that you have accomplished, the, the innate magic that you are, the gifts that you are unconsciously competent around. Your whole life is in that moment where you're sitting across from your client saying, yeah, I can support you here. It's not about, well, I've only done this for a few years, or I've only made this much money, or I only have this many clients, or I only have these credentials. Oh, no, 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 no. The embodiment is all the things. Like I just was talking on a podcast to somebody who was saying like, wow, I don't want to say I'm all that. And I said, no, we need to say we're all that. When we have overcome, when we have, when we have demonstrated like, wow, I've come out through the fire, we freaking need to talk about that. Because we give hope to the people that are following us and listening to us. And so the embodiment of like, what have you overcome? Like, what is magic about you? What is the thing that people come to you and say, oh my God, I feel so safe with you or the, you're the only one that understands, whatever it is. Like, don't miss that out. I think women spend their whole lives like, oh, it's no big deal. There's no I in team, which I want to throw up around, right? We diminish who we are. And so that next level you might have to freaking stand on the rooftops and scream your praises. And I, you know, you might be like, no, 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 no. Shh. Yeah. Not in an arrogant, egoic way, 
but in just like a lighthouse, right? Like if you're the lighthouse, you're not running after people. You're not dimming yourself because the lighthouse down the road might feel bad. Lighthouses guide people in. They guide them to safety. Lighthouses shine the light on the path. That's what you have to embody. Oof, this is getting good. I feel like I'm out of preaching mode here, right? And then the next step with the evolution is then the action. Then you take action. You don't take action just because somebody gave you a, a funnel hack. That's the reinvention piece. All this stuff needs to be in place, and then you take the action. I didn't say in this, which I'll have to do another podcast on, I'm sure, is how do you manage the mindset, right? So you might be hit with imposter syndrome. You might be hit with uh, not enough. You might be hit with Tony Robbins already says this, everybody knows this. Okay, shh, quiet little voice, go lay down. I will do a podcast on that, some mindset hacks that you can use. But notice that the, here's my analogy. If you have a fear of heights and you're in my home, my, my little beautiful home in Scottsdale, Arizona, one floor, you're totally fine. But if I say, hey, let's go up to the Space Needle in Seattle, yeah, <laughs> you suddenly remember that you have a fear of heights, right? If you're not pushing yourself, you don't have to worry about anything. So as you elevate, as you evolve into the next version of yourself, you might be triggered. You might be like, holy shit, I didn't know that this was here. It's good. I love, like I'm, I'm I'll just say, I'm kind of a freak, right? I'm a little bit of a freak in that I love when I get triggered. I don't look at it like, oh no. I'm, I'm like, yeah, <laughs> bring it on. Because my goal is to make the unconscious conscious. My goal is to be free of all the things that influence me that I don't freaking know about. My goal is to be able to say, I want that and have nothing interfering. And so when I'm triggered, when I'm up against my shit, when my little child is screaming or when my history's running or when my ancestral crap comes in, I'm like, oh, okay. I know how to fix this. I know how to free myself of this. So don't frame it like, oh my God, I'm afraid, or oh no, I, I stopped, I sabotaged myself, or I, I'm, I'm like, okay, cool. So, so don't fight it. Like anything that comes up is basically revealing itself to you. <laughs> I'm getting this image, sorry, bad visual. You know, Dr. Pimple Popper, hello. Has anybody ever watched Dr. Pimple Popper? You know you have, you know you have. It's kind of, there's something sort of deliciously satisfying when she pops those things and they come out. The only way around is to, is to go through it, right? The only way around is to cut it open and then extract it. So if you get triggered, if stuff comes up, instead of like, oh my God, how terrible, I'm triggered, go, yay, good. This is healing. This is a step closer to freedom. This is a step closer to being who I'm here to be in the world. Whew. I'm preaching it today. I'm spitting it, as, my, as they would say. Anyway, so now after the evolution piece, after you've ridden that, then you're ready to say, okay, now I'm going to do reinvention. Do you understand how that goes together? That's, that's at least the formula that I have. Because a lot of people are in the evolutionary process and they don't know it or they fear it 
or they run away from it, or worse yet, they shame themselves and make really bad decisions about who they are and what's possible. If you understand what's happening, whew, like I can speed this shit up for you. I can make this all. Pew. <laughs> I'm like a midwife in this area. Anyway, so if you want some support, if you just want to have a conversation on what it would take to help have me help you, reach out. All the all the information is in the show notes and the outro here. All right, this has been delightfully fun to speak with you today. And I just, I just, I want you to do your work in the world. I want for you to know that you're here for a reason, that you have gone through what you went through, that your life has been what it is. You've gotten the lessons and the journey, the ups and downs, the joys and the pains and the shit and the delight for a specific reason. And I want you to be as free as you can to express that. All right. So have a fabulous rest of your day. Thanks again for listening. And if you, if you think of anybody that would like, oh my God, they need to hear this, please send it on. Okay. Let's share this stuff. Peace and blessings. Bye. Hey, I really appreciate you listening to that last episode. And I would love to get to know you a little bit more and to get to connect with you on a deeper level. And here's what I suggest. I've got a Facebook group that corresponds with the content of these podcasts. It's called Fiercely Brilliant Women in Business with Therese Skelly. So if you just search Facebook, Fiercely Brilliant with Therese Skelly, you'll find the group. It's a really nice group. It's a small group and I'm super active in it. Each week we have a lot of supportive conversations. I share a lot of resources. I do a lot of coaching on the spot and I would love to have you join me there. So if you like the vibe of this podcast and you want to hang out with a pretty darn cool community of women, join us at Fiercely Brilliant on Facebook with Therese Scali. Alrighty, peace and blessings, and I hope to see you in the group. Bye now.